Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. This is another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I'd love to answer your questions. If you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from Anthony and Julie in Brooklyn. Hi, Victor. I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now, and I appreciate what you're doing. I have a wife who's an architect listening now, too. We want to invest in other real estate, but with two young boys, we don't have a lot of disposable income to work with. We own and live in a duplex in Brooklyn. We bought in 2013, and after significant work in neighborhood development, it's more than doubled in value. On our block alone, there's a lot of studio and one-bedroom apartment development going on. We'd like to access some of the equity we built up in our property. We've been renting the lower unit short-term for about four years, but that business is getting less attractive. We're considering condominium conversion and selling half to capture money to buy other property or renting out both units and taking out a home equity line of credit or do a cash-out refi. Ideally, we'd like to hold because the neighborhood has a lot of growing yet to do. Our interest rate seems kind of high at 4.875%. What are your opinions of HELOCs versus home equity loans for less experienced, eager-to-grow investors? Thanks for taking the time, and we look forward to learning more from your show. Well, Anthony and Julia, thank you for a great question. First of all, I love how you're thinking. This is a big multi-part question, and so I'm actually going to dedicate two episodes to answering your question. On today's show, we're going to talk about a couple of loan instruments. On tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about how to use debt to fund the equity component of a future property purchase. First of all, I love how you're thinking. Let's look at the condo conversion option. While it's certainly possible to do a condo conversion, it's not very practical for such a small condo project. The overhead of managing a condo corporation for the rest of time is quite frankly hardly worth it for two units. The shared common elements between the two units can become a source of friction between the unit holders. For a small property, you're better off keeping it all together and not subdividing it, at least in my opinion. A sale of the lower unit that you don't occupy would free up some equity, but it might also be considered a taxable event. So you'd be giving up a portion of your capital gain to the tax man unless you're ready to identify replacement property to purchase within 45 days of sale on a 1031 exchange. 45 days is not a lot of time, and I've seen investors make poor purchase decisions merely to avoid paying the tax. A refinance, on the other hand, is not a taxable event. It offers you a lot more flexibility in terms of what to buy and when to buy it. Let's start by describing the difference between a home equity loan and a home equity line of credit. A home equity loan would basically be a refinance of your existing two-unit property. It would be for a fixed amount of money, and the rates these days are pretty good. You have a couple of choices in this. If you work with your existing lender, they may be willing to put a second loan on the property while maintaining the original loan. That way, there's no prepayment penalty for refinancing the old loan. It simply becomes a second mortgage with the same lender. Your second choice is to replace the existing financing with a completely new loan up to the new loan amount. Remember, at this stage, the lender assumes that the path to repaying the loan is primarily from your employment income from both of you. They're generally going to give you credit for the rental income for the second unit, but they typically want to see a 12-month lease. Short-term rentals don't usually fit in most banks' lending models. And that's, of course, the difference between residential underwriting and commercial underwriting. In the world of commercial, where you're dealing with larger properties, the lender looks to the property itself as the primary path to repaying the loan. It's really much more of an asset-based loan, whereas with residential underwriting rules, they're relying on your employment income as the primary path to repaying the loan. The second choice in your question is the home equity line of credit. 
The difference between the line of credit and the home equity loan is the way the funds are advanced, and the way the interest is calculated, and the way the loan is repaid. The home equity loan, the loan is an amortized loan, which means that the monthly payments include both principal and interest. A line of credit simply requires that the interest be paid monthly. You can borrow less, you can borrow more, it's entirely your choice how much of the line of credit you want to draw down on any given day of the week. If you're using equity in your home to buy another property, you probably want to use the equity on an ongoing basis without being forced to repay the principal on a monthly basis. For that reason, the home equity line of credit might be a better fit in this case. The home equity line of credit also has the advantage that you're not paying interest on monies that you don't use. So for example, let's say it takes you three months or say five months to find a property that meets your criteria. If you borrow the funds on a home equity loan, you'd be paying interest from the very first day that the loan closes. With a home equity line of credit, you only pay for the interest on the funds that you draw on the loan. Let's talk about the interest rate. At 4.875%, it's not the best interest rate, but it's not the worst either. For example, I just completed the refinance on a commercial building at 4.65%. That's not too far off from 4.875. The interest rate can vary with a number of factors. It might be a function of the loan-to-value ratio that you requested. Sometimes, even a slightly lower loan amount could cost a lot less and get you a much better rate. For example, I've seen a big jump in interest rates when you go from 75% loan-to-value to 80% loan-to-value. That last 5% can end up being a very expensive 5% because it costs you that higher interest rate across the entire loan amount. The home equity line of credit, in this case, seems like the best product for what you're trying to accomplish. Bear in mind, however, the lender may demand more security than the actual loan amount. They do this to protect themselves from the possibility of you taking on additional debt without their knowledge. For example, your line of credit might be for $100,000, but the lender might put a lien of, say, $300,000 to secure the $100,000 loan. There isn't necessarily a problem with that. It's just something for you to be aware of. I want to thank you, Anthony and Julia, for a great question. We'll talk a little bit about how to use loan proceeds to make the equity purchase of another property on tomorrow's show. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.